Bruh, y'all already know what it is. Your boy, Yako, what it do? The outlet to reality, the holders podcast in Vegas and Chicago. What up? This is the place where you want to have from your drama or maybe have from your baby mama. <laughs> Just kidding. Don't forget to like, share, comment, and subscribe. Cha-ching. But anyways, fans, yo, yo, what's up? What's up? We have a very special guest. It's my sixth time having him. Probably the longest guest I've ever had. Give it up for Dre Morrow, my cousin. What's up? What's up, bro? How are we doing tonight? You can hear me good? Oh, yeah. I hear you. I hear you like French toast. You know, everything sounds good. <laughs> you know toast. It's immaculate. That's it. That's it. Now, Primo, <laughs> I, I got to say, uh, I, I got to share a story real quick. So your boy, um, you know, he went out for Halloween. I ain't going to lie. Your, your boy, you know, felt good. I went out. And I actually, for those who don't know, Vegas is the busiest time of the year, Saturday and Sunday on Halloween, two, like two days before, you know, Halloween, which is crazy. You know, I had 17 people pull up. We went bar hopping, you know, try out different spots. You know, your boy did a little dancing, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, let's get in the line. <laughs> but yeah, man, it was popping, man. I ain't gonna lie, man. I had a few drinks. I ain't gonna lie. I kind of forgot my name a few times, but it's okay. <laughs> I, I remember who I was, but... What about you, Primo? Did you do anything fun uh, over the weekend? Man, I, honestly, man, you know, I was so busy. I did I did get to go to my, my company's Halloween party. That was real cool. Brought the wife, you know, and meet the coworkers and all that. And it was fun. Aside from that, though, man, I just uh I've been writing music. I've been I've been real, I've been real busy with a lot of stuff, but uh I did enjoy I did enjoy the weekend, you know. I definitely saw everybody in their Halloween outfits and I was dressed up. I don't know if you saw I posted on my social media. Me and my wife were we were dead partners in crime, you know what I'm saying? So we were like escaped convicts with, with zombie makeup. I thought it was kind of cool. But yeah, man, appreciate it. I like that, man. I'm surprised you didn't do Dragon Ball Z. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. No, it's definitely, definitely on the to-do list for for you know outfit ideas though definitely okay okay primo now now let's talk about you now that you're back you know like i said it's the sixth time to have you as my guest which is an honor brother i, I gotta ask you something Appreciate you, man anytime brother anytime but i do gotta ask what made you move from chicago to wisconsin uh, move back to my hometown like yeah. to live um Honestly, it was it was a lot a mixture of so many things, but I would say the number one thing is uh when I moved to Chicago a few years back, um I wanted to try something different. I wanted to be in a new environment to be able to network with different artists, DJs, radio stations, studios, what have you, you know. And I feel like I accomplished it. I met a lot of different great people. Uh, I met a lot of incredible artists, DJs, etc., you know. Uh, radio station studios, uh, your boy, uh, your boy Eddie Schaefer, you know what I mean, including you know so many others in between. There's, there's a laundry list of names I go by, but um, so going into getting out of the pandemic and everything, I just started realizing <clears throat> this was like last year that I could do what I love to do, <clears throat> but if I could you know be closer to home, so a you know I'm saving money because Chicago is an expensive place to live. But B, I'm closer to, you know, my, my you know, my actual, you know, because aside from, you know, close friends that I have, 
most of my family is in Kenosha, you know, like my, my parents, my nephew, my brothers. So if I could be close to them and, you know, I could save some money at the same time, why not live in Kenosha, Wisconsin, but still be able to, because I've been doing shows all, all around, you know, I've been doing shows in Illinois, I've been doing shows in Iowa, Tennessee, Texas. So uh, it just made more sense, you know, to kind of lay my rest of my head where it's cheaper, but still continue to do the indie grind. And so far it's been a blessing because, um, you know, I, I love Chicago, but there was a lot of things like the traffic and, and just a lot of things that, you know, I, I was starting to get tired of like, all right, man, I need to get back to my home base. But I still my home studio is still in the city in Chicago. I still record at the Jungle at Jungle AE at the Music Garage on North Luma Street. If anyone knows what that is, it's, it's not too far from, you know, the deep city. Um, I still do a lot of events in Chicago. I got, you know, this is going to be released um by next week from when we're doing the interview but uh november 15th i have a show in, in the city also december 10th with yoni Ma, i got a cypher going on in the city so there's a lot of things going on um i got a radio interview with the university uh next week uh it'll be on the 10th so it'll be a few days probably after this airs and that'll be fun you know so just a lot of, a lot of good things still going on it's just uh I, I needed, and also I just wanted to get away, just kind of, you know, step away from the action. I haven't really done, if you notice this year, <clears throat> I, I slowed up on the shows a lot. And it's only because I wanted to take some time for me, take some time to uh, write new music, kind of, you know, enjoy some of the success that I've, that I've gained over the years. Like, you know, I've been grinding, 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 grinding so much that like when I finally took a break this year, it was kind of interesting because like, it was kind of great to see like how, how much I've done because a lot of people started taking notice like, yo, Jerry, what's up, man? Like, I don't see you. I don't see you doing these shows. What are you doing? What are you up to? But like at the same time, it's like I'll be at the mall and I, I promise you, what's crazy here in, here in my hometown of Kenosha, there's, there's a, a city real close, it's like 15 minutes called Racine. Everybody knows it in Kenosha, you know, Kenosha Racine, they're right, right next to each other. And I go to the Regency Mall and it's, and it's like a really chill mall. It's not like a whole lot of stories, nothing like that. And, you know, people recognizing me like, yo, are you Dream Mom? You know, oh, I've seen your videos on YouTube or I've seen your videos on Facebook. You don't know me. And to me, that's like a crazy, I don't know how to explain it, but like, you know what I'm saying? Like from years and years of being in the game to like have people, not just like people I work with or not just people that I went to school with, but people that are actually a fan of my content and like know me through my music exclusively. That, that to me is a big accomplishment. And it makes me know that I'm, I am everything that I've worked at is is been building up to this point so um definitely jumping back in my bag though this, this upcoming year i got a lot of things man i'm literally gonna be releasing a single every month if not every few weeks this upcoming year i got some freestyles i still gotta drop i have a bunch of stuff in the ball and it's gonna be exciting that's good primo that's, that's a long answer i, I know yeah, that, answer, but... <laughs> that was that was a lot but that's good i needed you to lay it out lay it out you know what i'm saying no, yeah, but that's yeah. that's good, Primo. I'm proud of you, man. You know what? It, it's good to see you with the family. And, you know, they all miss you. We miss you. So I think whatever you feel happy, especially your wife, too. I bet your wife feels good, too, because the kids are closer to, you know what I'm saying? So it's nice yeah. to have everybody, you know, together. So I, I think it's nice, man. And uh, you're still strong. You know, you're still married. So... I'm proud of you, man. You got a lot of blessings coming, you know, left and right, love, you man. know, you know what I'm saying? Thank you. <laughs> yeah. So, Thank you. And, and Primo, I got I to gotta be honest, man. I've been waiting for your reggaeton song, man. Where you at, bro? What, what, what's happening? Yes, dude. I, actually, I'm glad you brought that up because uh, <clears throat> that's that's another thing that I wanted to do. Like, 
you know, I've been making music, you know, man, I've been making music for a long time. And I just felt like, like every creative person, sometimes you need to kind of step away or take a minute to kind of refresh yourself. Because sometimes you, you're doing music so long and you're behind the mic, you're behind the mic, you're doing shows, everything starts to kind of like sound the same. I, and, I, and I never want to be the artist that like, I, 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 how do I say, I don't want to be predictable. I don't want my stuff to start, you know, all sounding the same, whatever. So I'm glad I took some time off. I'm glad I got to listen to different music. I'm glad I got to just enjoy life for a little bit. Sometimes as an artist, you got to like live life because that's where the inspiration comes from your music. And I've been writing some Spanish, bro. I've been writing some Spanish bars. I got a few songs where I'm like lyrical, just, you know, doing straight hip hop, but in Spanish. And then I'm writing some club bangers that are going to be really dope that I have been, I, I personally could say my inspiration comes from listening to Bad Bunny, Anuel, stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? And really just kind of understanding the, the style of music and wanting to infuse my style with that style and uh, just brushing up on my Spanish a little bit. Un poquito, you know, mi español, you know, like just, <laughs> just kind of, you know, because that's what it was for me. It's like I speak Spanish. Anyone that knows me, I speak Spanish fluently, but I always tell them, like, I don't want to be corny and like just, just, oh, I speak Spanish. So here you go. You know, I want to be able to study the music and understand how it's put together because like anything else, like I, I want to make sure like when, when I put, I put it out, it's like, oh, Drake killed that shit, you know? And I think this this upcoming year, you're going to get something special. You're, you're going to be real happy, especially you, because I know you've been wanting me to do music in Spanish, so it's going to be awesome. Yeah, brother. You know, I, I always say this, man. This is because I know you're big into Dragon Ball analogy, so I'm going to use that as my yeah, advantage. Yeah. So I feel like when you do a reggaeton song and it comes out finally, you have just turned into Goten. You fusion with the Spanish world. It's like a new level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You're like, yeah. And then, then I'm be like, all right, my boy, tell me, tell me, you know what I'm saying? Because think about it, like now, you know, Spanish has become so big, you know, thanks to Bad Bunny and Romero Santos and many big artists that like even Romero Santos just did a new bachata song with Justin Timberlake, which is big, you know what I'm saying? So right. you, you can see a lot of artists are uh, crossovering different platforms, different genres, which is nice. Um, and I feel like, Primo, because you speak Spanish, like, good, you know, you already know how to do the flow, you know? <laughs> and and I, I feel like this will be another, because here's the thing, man, like, don't get me wrong, rap rap is very, it's, it's big, right? But Spanish rap or reggaeton is international because not only are you reaching to the U.S. and U.K., you're, you, you're reaching out to all Latin America, South America, Central America. So it's it's like over, even in Spain, like you're going everywhere, brother. Yeah. And, and think about it. They said Bad Bunny is right now the one of the most uh, richest artists of his generation. He, they said that his album made more money than ba Beyonce's new album that just came out. That should tell you already that Spanish is the new wave. Like it's the right. new, the new mainstream and you have the advantage because you're fluent and you're Latino and you look fresh. You know what I'm saying? You got all these three, you know what I'm saying? I'm just, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, uh, oh, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I feel you. No, you're going to, you're going to really be, uh, this is new one, man, that I'm writing currently that, uh, I don't have it memorized, but, uh, when I go on the when I go on the radio uh, with with Eddie Schaefer, it's Northeastern University, or Northwestern. 
uh, Northeastern. So Northwestern. Northeastern, okay. Yeah, Northwesterns are rivals. Northeastern. Oh, okay. I want to get it right. That's why yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Northeastern Illinois University. Shout out to them, man. Shout out to Eddie. He's going to be hosting me November 10th. It's going to be dope. I'm going to be on at 845. Plugging it real quick, you know, for everyone that's watching Outlook to Reality. My man, Yako, he's, he's my connection to, to Eddie. Without him, I wouldn't even, you know, so I appreciate you. But I'm going to be rapping that on the radio. You're going to hear, like, the English and then the Spanish transition. But there's going to be so many. I'm, I'm writing so many, like, different types of Spanish songs. It's going to be real dope. I can't wait for you to hear it. Oh, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm so excited. Pretty much. You just made my day, man. Now I can retire. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Right. Oh man, dude, no, that's crazy, Primo. Now I do gotta ask you, man, because uh, I know you know Dragon Ball Z is one of my favorite things of all time, and anime. Oh, yeah. Did you see the new movie that came out? Oh yeah, oh, dude, I seen it. Literally, I, I went to see it like three times, probably four times. No, about three times. I went to see it three times. What separate the, times? <laughs> separate times? <laughs> yeah. What's, bro. what's the name of it? I can't. I can't. I can't remember the name. Uh, of it. Dragon Ball Super Superhero. There you go. There you go. So what did you think about that film that that made you want to watch it twice? Uh, three times. But... Three times. Oh, snap. Three times. <laughs> All right. Uh, so for me, bro, I didn't think Dragon Ball Z is going to get a few views for me just because, like, you know, when you watch something one time, you're taking it in. So I like to watch it at least twice, if not more times, to really understand everything. That's just how my, my brain is. I'm crazy. But with Dragon Ball Super, what I really enjoyed as a Dragon Ball fan is I felt like this was the movie that was finally giving Gohan his just due. I feel like in the past, Gohan kind of got written off as like, I think he's a great character. I love his development, but I felt, and then I've read a lot of articles about this, that at one point the plan was to kind of pass the torch on to Gohan to kind of continue the franchise. But Goku has some real dedicated fans that they weren't going for it. And they were like, nah, we ain't doing this. So Kira Toriyama kind of like, went back on what he was doing and kind of kept writing Goku as the main hero. So he kind of had to like give Gohan this arc of like, I don't know if you remember in the Buu saga where he becomes a great Saiyan man and he stops training and this, that, and the other. And, um, you know, it's cool. Cause I, I kind of like, I kind of understand that too. Um, sometimes when you're growing up, you go through phases or you go through little eras. So I thought that was pretty realistic. If anything, that they kind of like changed Gohan's direction a little, but I, what I enjoy again from this movie is they kind of came back and they gave Gohan his, his platform and it was kind of like his movie, you know what I'm saying? To kind of bring him back into the mix and gain another power level so you can keep up with Goku and Vegeta. And I think that uh, it wasn't my favorite movie. Like my favorite movie out of the ones that have come out so far would definitely be the Resurrection Frieza. Uh, that movie was classic. All the Z fighters coming together and it was, it was to me that was like, you know, then the Broly movie was dope, but uh, definitely a necessary movie in the story in order for Gohan to kind of catch up with Goku and Vegeta. And they come on, they get Piccolo a new transformation, Orange Piccolo. Like, bro, it was, it was nuts. It was wild. The, the movie theater I was at went wild all three times. <laughs> wow, it was lit. No, it's crazy, man. Because you know, I'm a I'm a very true fan of Dragon Ball Z, Dragon Ball yeah. Super, and uh, GT. So I'm gonna be honest, man. Like, it, it's crazy. Gohan, technically, if you remember from the beginning, Dragon Ball Z, he was the first person when he fought Cell to actually turn into Super Saiyan. Right, right. So it was big because I thought he was going to take it to another level. But like you said, you're right in the story. He left that, you know, like fighting and 
and yeah. being like his father and kind of this, he went a different route. And we kind of, we missed that, like what happened to him. And if you think about it, like Goku as a father, right? He, he of course, he wants to pass down his uh, legacy to his kids. Yeah. And Gohan has to be it. You feel what I'm saying? Of course, yeah. Yeah. So it, it, it's crazy. It just felt like it was built up that way. And then, like, I could tell they changed it. And it was cool. Like I said, I I, I think the story is great either way. But I think that this movie kind of gave the Gohan fans, like, what they were looking for. Like, all right, Gohan gets that transformation. Piccolo gets that new transformation. So now, you know, it's kind of like for a long time, I think that Dragon Ball Z, a big critic, the critique that it's had over the years is, like, it became the Goku Vegeta show. You know, like... All the other characters kind of fell behind as far as relevancy and, and power. But I think with this new movie now, now we have a, a boost for Piccolo and for Gohan to join Goku and, and Vegeta. And it kind of it makes it more of an even playing field. And uh, yeah, you're right. When Gohan transformed to Super Saiyan 2, because I remember Go Gohan, Goku was the first one to be Super Saiyan on, on Namek against Frieza. But it was uh, Super Saiyan 2, which is what Gohan achieved against Cell which was a crazy power boost because before that, no one had really, uh, there was there was scenes before Vegeta and Trunks, and this is like really Dragon Ball nerdish or whatever. They had to reach an ascended sand, but they hadn't reached Super Saiyan 2. So like they got real bulky and real muscular and real strong, but they were slow. And so it makes a comment like, huh, you know, what good is all that power if you can't catch me? And Gohan through Goku's training in the hyperbolic time chamber learns to combine the power and the speed to, fully be super saiyan too and it, it's it's really interesting it's dope damn brother i, I love how you remember the classics like i, I gotta yeah. give you props brother you know hey, I, I thought all that smoking and drinking might make you forget but you, you definitely <laughs> caught up <laughs> for sure man for, you know, dragon ball to me is like i feel like hip-hop is a lot like dragon balls in my opinion everyone has their opinion but to me it's like as a hip-hop artist i feel like we all have our own superpowers we all have our own like energy, our own, you know, our key within within us to kind of get us to the next level. And just like in the martial arts with hip hop music, you never you never stop learning. You always keep studying. Like I, I study my craft, man. Every day, if I'm listening to music, I'm always listening to different artists, different and not just lyrical artists, all kinds of hip hop artists, from Young Thug to J. Cole to Vinnie Paz to Ari the Rugged Man, to MF Doom, to Drake. I listen to everybody because I want to learn as an artist. I want to be more lyrical. I also want to learn how to write catchier songs. I also want to learn this style and that style. And even if I don't use those styles, knowing the style from each artist, I can maybe tweak certain things to make my style a little better. And I feel like that's like martial arts. Like you're always learning. You're always gaining knowledge. And knowledge is everything, right? The more you know, the, the better you're going to be prepared. So... Um, yeah, man, I, I look at myself in my little world of Dragon Ball Z, I'm my own Goku and shit, and I'm just training and becoming better and, and just, you know, being happy, you know? I love that, man. I love that. It's very deep. I, I, I have a love for that, too. I, I feel like everyone is trying to achieve a purpose in life, and they're trying to find it, you know, whether through music, whether through school, what there's so many avenues, right? But we're all in this journey and trying to find our our like key, like you say, our key exactly, to, yeah. to achieve it. And I think it's beautiful, brother. I think, you know, rap, it's so it's amazing how one can put words together 
and make it flow. You know, I, I think it's amazing how, you know, went from poems from in the in the old days into rap, which is so cool. And I, I got to tell you a story. This is kind of funny. But when I was young and I thought I was cool, I would try to write letters to these girls. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and I would and I would literally copycat whatever the song like in sync. You are my fire the one you know saying? and yeah. i would send it to her and she's like damn how'd you come up with it i never told it was from a song i just wrote <laughs> that you know that's funny that's cool <laughs> you know what i'm saying but look at that that's back in the days when people used to write letters to each other like in school i grew up in that time now it's not like that now it's more like let me text you know what i'm saying let me send a an emoji get her attention you know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, time has changed man the force is strong um i, I can't believe it brother and, and i gotta ask you this prima you know we've been knowing each other for a long time man long time it, it's like almost a whole century you know uh, you, <laughs> you know i thought it was really nice i i gotta admit i saw your interview that you did on your show uh, with our cousin who owns a pizza shop in Chicago, in Wrigleyville. Oh, yeah, yeah. Now, I thought it was so cool because I've never met him my whole life. I've heard stories. You know, uh, one of our primos, um, Chencho, I forgot his name. I, I don't remember. Canche, Canche, there you go. He actually worked with our cousin at the pizza shop for a minute. And straight from Guatemala, he came through and your cousin, our cousin, Got him a job at the pizza shop and he started working. So when I saw the interview, I really enjoyed you like sharing that part of history, even like, you know, how he started this business, because that's that's our family. It's it's our how you say our heritage our uh, part of our, you know, I, I can even admit it, it's inspiring to see a brown person, a Latino person being a. Uh, his own business, you know, uh, CEO, if I could say, yeah, I, I think it's nice. It's inspirational because you don't really see that a lot, you know? So I, I think that's a beautiful thing, brother. Thanks, man. Yeah, man. To, to me, it's like, uh, with what I do with, with hip hop and with whatever, what anyone else does, I feel like it's up to us to kind of create voices for ourselves because, um, you know, life is too short. And I think that when we when we're we have to give each other our roses while we're still around to, to be able to smell them, you know. And uh, yeah, man, I, anytime that I can shed positive light to anyone on my platform through what I've built with music, I'm happy to do it because I know that I would have wanted that opportunity for myself when I was coming up. So if I can help the other person and hopefully they can help me down the road, that's how one hand washes the other, you know, and you keep it moving. I like that. I like that, Primo. That was deep. That was deep. Now, Primo, <laughs> um, you think you could do a little freestyle for your boy? Let's do it, man. Let's do uh, it. Give me some right. words. Yeah, yeah. So I was thinking we got to use Vegeta, Vegeta, Goku, um, keys. I want you to use the word keys. Okay. And, uh, and the last one is uh, I, I'm trying to get a word like kingdom. Use kingdom. All right. So if I'm Watching on the TV screen, changing the channel on my Roku, but I'm running through numbers like a game of Sudoku. Super Saiyan power up, you can call me Goku. 
but I already know that I'm a creature through the speaker. Dragon Ball, I could throw it at you and power up like Vegeta. Because you already know that I am the one. So if you were my cousin, Primo, Yakov, we're going to run this kingdom. Let's get it. <laughs> hey, I like that. I like that, Primo. Hey, now I need a shot. <laughs> oh, man, that was no, good, man, Primo. Appreciate you, bro. Always, always, always off the top freestyles for you, man. Always. Oh, I love it, man. You, I can't get enough, man. You give me a little extra happiness. That's all I needed, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but, man, I, I just appreciate you having me on your platform, the outlet to reality. Um, I, I haven't done my um, it's been a minute since I've done my Instagram uh, interviews. I took a break from that as well because I want to kind of try a different format for the upcoming interviews. I want to give my guests a little bit more attention, a little bit more promotion. And I think that moving forward, what I'm going to do is do an interview once a month and just promote the hell out of that that guest, you know, for that month, put out snippets, put out little clips of the interview and then I feel like my guests will get more out of that than me rushing an episode every week. I think I was getting ahead of myself. And although I had fun with my episodes, they were great. You, you were a guest as well. Um, I, I wasn't giving enough attention, in my opinion, to my guests. So moving forward, that's what I'm going to do. I'm probably going to start that uh, closer to January, uh, closer to the next year. I think I'm going to end this year with just some dope freestyles, dope remixes. I'm going to be promoting myself as an artist. I'm going to be taking my time with my family, like I said, but come 2023, uh, my first single is slated for January, January of 2023. It's going to be exciting. It's going to be dope. Shout out to my producer, Colossal Mind. We have a lot of things in the vault right now. The first single is going to be called Saving Grace. It's an incredible song. I literally wrote it with my, with my heart, from the bottom of my heart. And it's about how hip hop has become the saving grace for myself and for my producer, Colossal Mind. Shout out Mitchell Owens. Uh, it's going to be in, and, and moving forward, we're going to just be releasing massive amount of singles, remixes, freestyles. We're going to be active. It's going to be real dope. So anyone that's a Draymaro supporter, stay tuned. Uh, again, I appreciate everyone that's been supporting me throughout this time because I know I haven't been as active as I normally am. But I'm telling you, I feel great. I feel healthy. You know, I've been I've been treating myself better. I've been treating, you know, uh, I feel like, you know, the body's like a vehicle. You got to make sure you're treating it right. And I feel like uh, doing so many shows, doing so many appearances, it was hard to keep up, but I was able to recently just take some time, enjoy everything, you know, sip some water, just really, you know, enjoy everything in life and uh, be grateful to God because without him, none of us would be here. None of us would have these opportunities. So, you know, long live love is a lifestyle. I tell people the four L's, long live love is a lifestyle. And that's all about loving yourself because you can only love your partner. You can only love your neighbor if you love yourself properly. So you got to love yourself to love those around you. And love conquers all things, man. Oof, that's deep. I love, I love how you close that. That was powerful. Man, <laughs> my Appreciate heart. You, man. I think my heart skipped a beat. <laughs> and uh, and with and thank you for your platform because uh, this is just the the, the kickstart to my promo run. Uh, and I think that you know, with your blessings, we will be able to go in hard on what I'm trying to do. And I can't wait to continue to do more interviews with you. And I got to have you as a guest again on my Lionheart Live Talk because. It's been a minute since I've had an episode, so we're going we're gonna to get back on it. Yeah, let me know. I'll be here, man. You know, call 301, you know, 305, 306, <laughs> 308. I'm there, pull, you know. Pull the Mike Jones. 281-330-8004. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah,
<laughs> yeah, like was about to blow. <laughs> oh man, that was good. Before man. the ice was in my grill, before I had a major deal. Hey. <laughs> Hoop, Mike Jones. Hoop, Hoop, Mike Jones. Remember that shit, bro? Oh man, oh, that man. was shit. That was good stuff, man. Well, I'm really happy, Primo. This, like I said, I'm so happy you're here. Our good things are happening. I know this is gonna be our time to shine. And I can't wait. Primo, you got to come visit me in Vegas soon because uh, oh, yeah. you know, it, it's been kind of lonely out here. I don't know if you know this. <laughs> yeah, man, it's going down. We definitely got to come out that way, man. Definitely. Okay, Primo. Okay, well, let me let me wrap it up real quick, guys. Uh, this is the Outlet to Reality, the oldest podcast in Vegas and Chicago every Tuesday. Don't forget to like, share, comment, and subscribe. Cha-ching! Y'all know where to find me. I'm on Instagram, Spotify, YouTube, uh, the Outlet to Reality. And my TikTok is at Yakov28. And my Snapchat is Take One Pass It. And Primo, where can my fans find you? You can find me on all social media platforms at DreMorrow262 on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. You could also contact me at DreMericaProductions at gmail.com. Again, it's DreMericaProductions at gmail.com. For our business inquiries, advertising, social media handling, uh, features, anything you want, man, just reach out to me. Uh, control all my social media, so just DM me on Instagram or Facebook, and I'll get back to you ASAP. Long love is a lifestyle, guys. I appreciate y'all. Love it. Peace.